Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness, where we will be sharing insights into the world of mental health and wellness as we explore traditional medicine and holistic healing options. It's time to have new conversations about mental health. Join Mara James, the founder and CEO of the Hugs for Life Healing Center, as she guides us along this journey. And now, let's talk wellness. Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness. I am your host, Mara James, and I want to say thank you for joining us for today's conversation. During Let's Talk Wellness, we focus on healing, understanding, growth, and spirituality. This is part of the Hugs for Life Healing Center, a subsidiary of a nonprofit organization called the Extraordinary Lives Foundation, where we're devoted to supporting the mental health and wellness of children and their families. As the founder of these organizations, I have the great joy of collaborating with an amazing team of healers and parents to help children and their families around the world. You can find all of our information at elfempowers.org, and we'll list that website in the show information. Now, let's talk wellness today with our guest, Vianney Vargas. Vianney is a beautiful mother of two gifted children, one who has autism and one with, who is a younger sensitive child. Welcome, VNA. Hi, Mara. Thanks for having me. It's such a pleasure. I'm so excited to speak with you today because many times I speak to therapists and healers, and I'm so excited to speak with you as a parent, as myself, um, also of gifted and children with some challenges. So thank you so much for sharing your story and being vulnerable to help um, our friends watching and listening to us. Thank you. I'm so excited to share this story. Yeah. So you have so Emilio is still 17, correct? Yes. Okay. 16. And Leah is four. So let's start with Leah, your beautiful princess four-year-old. Tell us All about right. your gifted, highly sensitive, emotional daughter. Yeah. So Leah, it's um, four years old, little beautiful girl. And uh, since Leah was very young, I began to support her development through enrichment activities. This including mommy and me, gymnastics, swimming, dance, visiting libraries on a regular basis, and social playdates with friends. And to me, uh, probably with everybody, it's natural for a mother to compare our child's development to another children's around us. So I began to notice that Leah was very sensitive to certain certain environments, sounds, people, etc. I start to try to learn what Leah's needs were through her body language. And now that she's four years old, by what she tells me, it's easy for me. It's been a journey and I'm learning every day. I also have a support team of mamas who welcomes Leah and her differences. And we talk, we always talk about what we can try together. Uh, also, I'm realizing that Leah is teaching me the most valuable lesson in life about how we are all different and how we accept differences to make us better. One example is I have learned that Leah likes routine. She also enjoys of tiny groups of friends who she adores and loves deeply. Leah is also a loyal friend and sensitive friend and a great and is great at understanding other children's feelings. This is her gift. She's deep and empathetic. 
Although I went, Leah, to experiences, birthday parties and bouncing houses, carnivals and concerts, these big events trigger, triggers Leah's feelings right now. She gets really overwhelmed and her eyes fill up with tears. She becomes clingy and depending on, or, or on us or whoever is close to her. Um, I can tell that Leah's love language is uh, words of affirmation and physical touch. This is why our dearest piggy bear has been so valuable. She can hold him tightly when she feels overwhelmed or insecure. I have learned that she really needs piggy bear, even though for some people it's like, why she's holding that piggy bear every moment? But she really understands the security of her, uh, the security that piggy bears offer her when she holds him tight. Uh, also, her friends also use Piggy Bear as a tool to support their big emotions. But Leah noticeable relies on Piggy Bear to get her through emotions. VNA, I love that Piggy Bear has such has been such a great friend and such a great tool for Leah. And for our friends that don't know who Piggy Bear is, I'll see if I can share. This is our Piggy Bear, adorable plush. Um, Piggy Bear has ears that look like hearts because as we teach kids and adults, it's important to listen from our hearts, not from our judgmental heads. And we also gifted Leah um, the bilingual book of The Power of Piggy Bear. I don't know how to say it in Spanish. So um, yeah, it's hard to share with this. Uh, yeah, I have a virtual screen, but it's The Power of Piggy Bear. And what's so beautiful is that VNA, um, for everyone listening, VNA and I met because she is good friends with one of our board members and their daughters are friends. So Maciel knew about Piggy Bear and happened to have Piggy Bear in the car one day when Leah was having a kind of meltdown. And it was just, and it was great to hear like the transformation that Leah didn't want to go into gymnastics, but having Piggy Bear there helped her to do it. And then the Piggy Bear was there, you know, they sent me pictures where Piggy Bear was actually sitting there watching Leah and Leah was like performing for him. And it was beautiful. Um, I know when she was, there was graduation, of course, as parents, we want our kids to be out there on stage and we're all nervous and they feel that. And she was out there on stage with Piggy Bear and it was beautiful. It was amazing. Um, I believe um, that Leah didn't like to go to the Easter Bunny, but with Piggy Bear, she was able to go sit on the lap and you were able to get beautiful pictures of them. So we're, it's so great to know that, you know, as a nonprofit organization, we created this tool for young children to help them feel self-love, acceptance, to be like that healing, you know, buddy, and also teach them how to identify and manage, um, manage their emotions. It's great to know that it's a tool that really works. So we're so grateful um, that Leah really has found a friendship in Piggy Bear. Um, and it was great the other day when we showed, when we did the Zoom and we shared with you and Leah, Piggy Bear and the Lost Star, our new animated short film, which we're not allowed to share yet because we're um, applying to get into the film festival, but we can't wait to share that. And it's for children, beautiful, loving, sensitive and gifted children like Leah, that we want to have this TV series that's going to be able to teach these young children. And of course, us adults, because when I grew up and I'm much older than you, but I never learned how to talk about emotions. So so how am I supposed to speak to my child about it when I don't even know how to do it? So it's beautiful when we could have the children even, you know, teaching the parents. So thank I mean, you. And, and to me, it's such a lesson because I have been using the same tools, you know, like even just make a deep breath while I'm teaching my kids how to handle those emotions. Because when once we discovered that my kids are highly sensitive, I discovered that I am a highly sensitive human. 
So um, I'm using those tools to even, um, you know, deal with my emotions too when I feel frustrated or overwhelmed or even I'm start sweating. And before I didn't know why. Why now? Because I'm really highly sensitive. Yeah. For you know, and we are all different. People can be highly sensitive through or sense, which is the most important part where we start feeling it. But to me, it's more like the sounds. The sounds make me feel overwhelmed. And to my kids can be everything, can be visually the smelling, the whatever they hear. So we don't know, but we are all learning together how we can handle. That's amazing. And I love that. Um, You know, it's like for me too, like when I used to go into the mall and I would feel like, like, oh my God, am I ADD? What's going on? I was bouncing off the walls. And then when I learned how to like energetically protect myself, it was, though it might sound woo woo, it was so beautiful because I could feel calm and like this is where and I'm excited that we're doing um this Wednesday though when this when we aired this podcast it's going to be after the fact but this Wednesday um one of uh, actually a medical intuitive and I both have kids that um were born um on the spectrum and have been doing phenomenal at the age of 18 and 24 because of a lot of tools that we're going to share with people and you know it's gaining insights into your twice exceptional children and um, of course learning to put our oxygen masks on first right because so many times these kids reflect to us what we need to heal and um, yeah it's really beautiful so I'm excited I know that you signed up so I'm excited for that wait and it's beautiful because um, Amy's going to help teach parents how they not only could help themselves, but help their children protect them energetically. And it's, you know, and it like really helps them for 12 hours. It puts this bu- energetic bubble around them that they, no one can pull their energy out because you can get drained very easily and that they don't feel others energy. You know, it's good to, you know, I mean, I'll talk to somebody, they'll start telling me a story and I'm crying and it's, or it's not even my emotions. And I realize like, so once we realize what's happening, you know, as adults, but as a little four-year-old, they have, they're experiencing these big emotions and these little bodies don't know how to cope with them. So um, it's great that you're kind of doing that together. Oh, thank you. And I really want to share this valuable life lesson for another moms like me. And we all together here by learning how to support our kids like Leah, you know, and um, also I want to share share something else. Those who accept their difference and embrace their journey of learning together. It is a process, but it's one that I welcome for me and my family. Leah has a gift, the gift of feeling deep. My goal is to share Leah and her gift to support our families. We are all in this together, people. That's so beautiful. Now, did you accept that day one or was it a journey for you to accept it? It was a journey. It was a total journey, even for my two kids that we will be talking about my oldest, but um, acceptance is is hard, but here we are. And I feel like um, part of the acceptance is really mourning the loss of what we envisioned our child to be. Right. I mean, I think we, whether or not your child's on the spectrum, you know, any diagnosis or not, you know, it's like our vision of what we want them to be versus their journey, what they want to be in supporting them. You know, we have to recognize that and mourn the loss and then, you know, accept them for who they are. So that's definitely really important. Um, There's something else. um, I went to an amazing parenting class, which was really helpful because um, there was a point where my son who's on, who's on the spectrum, um, an ADHD, he was, um, my husband felt like he was pushing his buttons and this 
class help teach us that kids want to do well if they can and that don't take things personally. And it's not that they're consciously pushing our buttons. And so we really, like, it was really up to my husband and I to change to really help my child, which was huge. Um, and what we, we learned this terminology and I kind of um, created my own, I call it PEMD, Parental Embarrassed mortified disorder. So for example, and I'm sure you can relate and many of our friends out there can. So for example, one morning, you know, for, to wait for my son to wake up by himself and get ready for school without setting an alarm. I mean, the therapist like, you need to make it empower him and he has to do it by himself. But I'm like, oh, well, it was really hard on me, right? I'm telling you a lot of the um, parenting and coaching was for me, but he would come out and I'm like looking at his hair. It was a mess. I'm looking at this outfit. Like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, you're going to wear that your hair and go brush your hair. And he, he said he already brushed his hair. So why do I, and why is my ego so judgmental? And all of us, like, we're so judgmental. Like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm the worst mom. I'm letting him wear that outfit and let his hair go like that. So it's really your journey for us to like, I mean, I don't know, we're such a judgmental society. God willing, that can change, but also to like lessen our ego and know it doesn't matter what we look like. You know, as Piggy Bear teaches, it doesn't matter what we look like, right? Some people think he's a pig. Some people think he's a bear. It doesn't matter what we look like because we're all amazing just the way we are. But That's when true. you're in a parent and your child's looking all, I'm going to use this word for cocktail or crazy, just out there, we're just like, because if we see another child, I mean, honestly, we're going to be like, oh my God, do you look at that child and what are they doing? And how does the mother or father let them get away with it? Right. And this is where it's definitely our journey for the parents. And the kids are just beautiful angels that are here to change the world. And I think it starts changing their parents. That's right. And I'm always saying at this point, it's okay to be different. It's okay to feel. It's yes. totally fine. And it's, it's not gift. It's actually that. a gift, right? She just has yeah. to learn. Well, both you and your both of your kids get to learn how to use the gift because with every gift comes a curse, right? So if you're very sensitive, you know, there is like something on um, we call subtle senses. And some people could smell things when others don't. Some people could hear things. Some people could see things. Yeah. Um, and as long as it's like positive and love and light, but to some people, you know, for like, if I snap my finger, it's a little snap, but just someone that's very sensitive, it's like a bomb going off in their head. Yes. So, yeah. um, yeah. Um, so let me ask you a couple of questions, um, for people with young children. So what was that? A few questions. So the first one is like, when did you have that aha moment that you realize, like, not only is my daughter maybe a little different from others, but she's not she's not behaving, she's behaving differently because she's sensitive and not that she's misbehaving and she's, you know, poorly behaving. Was there an aha moment that you realized like, wow, this, you know, she has a gift. She's a sensitive child. Right. So um, recently, well, it's always this happened, but uh, let's say in the birthday parties, you know, I'm always trying to prime my kids like telling them what's going to happen on the birthday party. It's going to be a lot of noises, a lot of people. So in this example, Leah was really excited to attend this birthday party. So once we show up, she was just like ah, mute. So I was like, what's going on? Do you need a moment? And she was saying yes. And then once ha what happened past like 10 minutes, so we walk again to the birthday party place and she just start crying. And I talked to her and I say, well, we're ready to, you know, join and celebrate with a friend. And then she couldn't stop crying. 
And I, you know, at the moment I start getting frustrated because I'm like, we were coming all together and happy to celebrate our friend. What's going on? So thanks God, we had this um, group of moms that really support each other. And one of them, Maciel, approached to us and she totally helped Leah to give her a little space, bring him a little bit, a little bit back and talk to her about what was going on. And thanks God, she was holding Piggy Bear. She was having Piggy Bear on her car. So she bring Piggy Bear. And then after that, Leah was feeling better. But to me, it's like, well, I thought we were ready because I've been preparing her to show up and celebrate with friends. But then it's like, is this something like uh, you are misbehaved or you don't want to or, you know, but then I realized what's still her emotions probably was a small place with a, with a lot of kids, a lot of noises, the smell of the foods. We don't know. I don't know. But uh, thanks, thanks to Maciel that she support me when sometimes I don't have the tools. I love that. And I want to remind you, so. Um, what's beautiful is like when we don't know about these, you know, what's going on in the kids' minds. That's when I love working with like an intuitive coach or, you know, medical intuitive because they could tell you what's going on with that child. It's so profound, right? And, you know, I, I know you met Amy before. Um, so these children are empaths, right? And it's again, it's a gift and a curse because they feel others' energy. So imagine walking into a huge room and there's all this energy and the kids like, whoa, or just all the smells and it's so overwhelming. And some, and it's great that you could ask, but sometimes they don't even know, they don't understand what's going on. Um, and what's interesting you made me think about is like, here you are, like, I want to go hang out with my friends and they're kids and and like we could actually get upset for like our children acting like this and preventing us from hanging out with our friends and having you know a good time of what we expected so you know that that's a guilt that we carry that we need to release but you know just owning up to it it, it you know but we have expectations and what happens it's you know wait when the kids are older imagine like you know you have one kid you're going to watch an older kid's sporting event and then the young kid is there and they're just acting out and it's just yeah, it's definitely, um, parenting is not as easy as anybody says it to be, but it's the most beautiful, yeah. rewarding thing. But um, yeah. And I really feel, you know, like at this time of my life, it's just, I'm really, I feel really gifted because my gifted child. So I so love fun. that. Yeah. And I love, you know, and I feel like God definitely sends us angels in our life. So you do have Maciel and your daughter does have her daughter, Clark. And I know Maciel being like professionally trained. Um, I forgot what she has her doctorate in. Um, it was, is able to guide you and support you through it, which to me, I know like wasn't random. It was such a beautiful thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was just such a beautiful gift. Well, I am so excited. Um, is there anything about Leah? Anything else you want to share about that yummy love bug before we discuss uh, Emilio? Well, again, it's okay to be sensitive. It's okay. To me, it's the, it's my mantra. It's okay to be sensitive. And I'm, I'm always keep it on mind. It's okay. And get and can I go one step further? Sure. It's a gift. It's a gift to be. I am she is blessed. I am blessed that we could do it, right? So that's like it's okay and it's a gift. That is beautiful. Right. So we're going to take a brief break and we're going to come back with Emilio. And there's such a magical story that BNA is going to share with us that it, it literally almost brings me to tears. So hold on and we'll be right back. 
In these shifting and changing times, more and more lives are being impacted by mental health. The Extraordinary Lives Foundation, also known as ELF, is transforming the way people view and navigate mental health challenges. Their mission is to improve children's mental health and wellness and support families by providing educational tools, resources, and awareness events. ELF encourages families to recognize symptoms, overcome the stigma, and reach out for help. Through prevention, early intervention, and holistic treatment, we believe many of the big problems facing today's youth can be transformed within a generation. Extraordinary Lives Foundation is excited to offer the Hugs for Life Healing Center, growing a worldwide network of approved holistic healers and bridging the gap between traditional and complementary healing options. Visit the Extraordinary Lives Foundation website at www.elfempowers.org to find out more about their resources and events. Together, we can change the conversation around mental health. We hope that you're enjoying today's Let's Talk Wellness podcast. And if you have a topic that you would like us to explore, we would love to hear from you. Simply email us at info at elfempowers.org. That's info at elfempowers.org. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Talk Wellness. I'm your host, Mara James, and today we have VNA Vargas, mother of two beautiful, gifted children. Welcome back, VNA. Thank you, Mara. So... Now that we spoke about your beautiful daughter, Leah, we're going to speak, which I had the, well, actually I haven't met her yet. I haven't met either of your children yet. Now we're going to speak about your gifted son, Emilio. So tell us, um, he's now 17 years old. We know he has autism. Tell us how that journey began um, when he was younger. Right. So everything is start again with noticing that something was going on with him when he were two years old. So um, I was, it was my first child. I was really young at the time. And uh, I took him to the pediatrician and asked him why he is not talking yet. He's not even saying mama, dada, nothing. Agua, you know, and the pediatrician say, well, the boys are taking their time. You can just probably take him to the park most of the day. So you guys can find someone to talk and he can find friends. So for two years, 365 days per day, I was in the park and my son was still not giving us any word. He tried to play sometimes with the kids, but then he just fell apart because he were doing whatever other stuff or weird type of play. So then I, you know, during those days, I found this woman at the park and she was my angel. I call her angel because after I met her, uh, she gave me the, the, the information regarding this place with here in California, we have regional center. So I called them regional center and I interviewed with this coordinator and, and she just told me, I'm not a professional, but your son might, must be under the autism spectrum. So when she left, she left my home. I just Googled what was autism because by the time I didn't know what was it or probably I had another expectation about what was autism. So I just 
fell apart because I cried a lot once I saw all the little kids under that spectrum. And I noticed that, well, this is something that my son has. So after that, our journey begins. Full of treatments, seeing a lot of specialists, a lot of therapists, and um, all those years we've been doing a lot. So we start with um, ABA, the behavioral therapy, and then we did the speech therapy, and then we did OT therapy, and then we did PT, and then we did neurofeedback, and then we were into uh, gluten-free, casein-free diet, and then we did some hyperbaric oxygen treatment, and then we did some VI treatment, and then we did a lot of tutoring, and then we did nutritional therapy, homopathic, Oh, uh, Homeopathic. social homeopathic. Yeah, homeopathic. Yeah, yes. And uh, we did a lot of socialist group group, uh, socialist skills groups, and it was a lot. It was a lot. My whole time was just on his time, you know, doing a lot of things. So by that time, I just feel like a robot because I was following whatever all the professional tell me what to do. And then it's been a journey, Mara. It's been a journey, but again, for some reason, those kids are my kids. For some reason, I have them under my roof uh, because I know that I can help them and they can help me, you know, in all terms, healing my soul, healing my body, everything. So I'm really gifted to have them, but that's a journey. It was a journey and it's still a journey. It's right, 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 right. Definitely. Oh, that's so wow. Um, and then so recently you he there, what happened? Can you share with everybody what happened recently? Yeah, so um this year on March by March, he were having these, I will say weird changes because I don't know what happened from one day to another. So he, you know, he as out, uh, autism people or human with autism, he were having all these sensory uh, needs or stereotyping behaviors. And then it was normal for us before how to redirect him or give him another option uh, to feel the need of sensory. Or um, so anyways, one day, we just wake up in the morning and we say hello to him and then he just start like it seems like he we lost him uh, in terms of cognitive so i was really shocked because i'm like what happened you know and i'm trying to talk to him and do all these strategies that i know and then we don't know he just started screaming like screaming heavy screams and I got really sad because I, I was thinking what happened what I did you know or what we did which we don't know still until um we find out that um there is this group hacks and we have this intake with Amy and we were talking about my son and she just recommends some um other point of view uh talking with some other doctor and one of um, people that she knows that it's an OT specialist with it some, um, it calls like integrate reflexes from birth trauma. And um, we are seeing this doctor that 
we probably get the new diagnosis, but we don't know yet. Um, talking about pandas. So it's something that I'm still learning from it uh, because I'm not really sure. But, you know, as I said before, I'm trying everything to help him feel better and reduce his anxiety or, you know, trying just to help him. And just to clarify or to confirm, so you had, when this started happening, you had him do a lot of tests, right? Blood work, uh, yes. MRIs and all that, and they couldn't yes. diagnose anything, correct? Everybody's saying like, oh, probably is the puberty. Probably he's having all those hormone changes, but um, uh, that's a question mark for me. Yeah, It's more deep, it's more deep. So um, I'm in this path now. Uh, finding answers and um, yeah, trying to help him. And one of the most important things, like as as mothers, like we have a gift that's like our gut instinct is so huge, right? I remember when my son was um, in like maybe 11 or 12, he was getting more irritable. And I said to my husband, he needs to increase his anxiety medicine was probably Zoloft. And he's like, and my husband's a medic, a doctor, and he loves to push medicine. But when it was our son, he's like, no, no, he's fine. And I'm like, whatever. So I took him to the psychiatrist. He upped it a little the next day, night and day. And this is where always trusting your gut and listen, if medication's needed, it's needed. If there's homeopathic ways, so be it. Um, and then, so when our, in, the hugs for life intake coordinator di, um, rec- said that you think she thought that your son might have pandas and then you did some research and it yes. really resonated, right? Yes. And then you, yes. um, did, he lost a bunch of weight before that call, correct? Oh yeah. He, he dropped off 65 pounds, which it was wow. a lot. Yeah. So wow. going on. Something's going on. It's not like. Oh, I'm just uh, dropping off weight just because I want it. You know, it's yeah. like, no, it's something going on. So yeah. I'm always try to focus on his diet, you know, what he's eating and um, a lot of supplements all the time, uh, doing IVs here and there. So it's been like a journey. Oh, for sure. And um, and we won't discuss people have different reasons why it might have happened and vaccine related. We won't even go there. Um, yeah. Right. It doesn't matter whatever happened with just how do we help him? Um, so he pandas, I think, is cause it's a virus and a lot of children with autism develop it and they start having like psychotic episodes. Right. So uh-huh. the easy answer is put him on a psychotic medicine for the rest of their life and you're done. And yeah. I love that that wasn't where you turned and you were able to help. I think um, you shared with me that he even, you started giving him some omega-3s and it really helped him. Omega-3s, omega-6, uh, 3, 6, and 9. And, you know, all those little kind of uh, brain foods, you know, it's like more brain food. So um, we can uh, control the alteration of the brain and um, reduce the inflammation. So. It's just give me those, those those examples of expertise that I'm taking it. And again, as this, I'm learning so much, like so much for everything. Wow. So amazing. Um, and so when Emilio was younger versus Leah, do you see a difference in their behaviors? You know, it's a, it's differences, but still highly sensitive. You know, with autism, it's like um, mostly sensitive for pretty much stuff. But example of my two kids, 
Emilio is really visual. He wants mommy to be happy all the time, right? So he's always want to mommy have a smile. And sometimes I'm overthinking, right? So while I'm driving, I'm always, you know, focusing on my drive or whatever it's on mind, thinking, overthinking, overthinking. And he's always looking at me and he's like, mom, are you happy? Sometimes I'm not really happy, right? But I talk to him and I explain to him the way that I feel sometimes. So like that example, I'm always saying, Emilio, I'm thinking and I cannot smile at this moment. But wait for me, you know, while mommy's driving, mommy's focusing and mommy's thinking. So he is kind of able to understand that even mom feel sad or feel thinking or feel over, overwhelmed the way that he feels sometimes. And with my daughter, again, I'm still discovering or reading his her body language, but um, she may sense the noises, the smell, the overwhelm when there's a lot of people. So I don't know, but they're like these differences, you know, he is more visual. He always looking for your body language. Yeah. And it's interesting because I wonder on like a deeper, like uh, empathic, intuitive level, if you're not only if you're driving, there's a difference in thinking and worrying. Right. So I'd love to know, is he always asking when you're thinking, oh, I have to go to the supermarket or is he feeling like, oh, mom's actually worrying and he feels that it'd be interested for you to notice. Right. Yes. Yeah. It can be both. You know, it can be both because he's not really able to communicate everything he just yeah. you know give me those words here and there but um that whole thing of feeling to me it's like it's in my family it's our way to communicate you know yeah. how I feel so yeah that is so beautiful um it has been such a pleasure to speak with you and I know um some of our friends watching or listening if they want to get in touch with you what would be the best way because you're such an inspiration you really can help others oh thank you Mara well you guys can reach me through my email uh which is my name vnavv9 at gmail.com and we'll also put that in the show information for everybody um And let me ask you one more question that just popped into my head. What would you say to parents discovering um, for the first time that they have um, sensitive kids? Like one thing to really help inspire them. I will say that, again, my mantra, it's okay to feel, it's okay to be sensitive. Um, And once we find out what's going on with our kids, we as a parent, we just feel relieved. You know, it's, it's like that heavy box that we feel on our shoulders when we don't know, we don't find the appropriate answers or whatever we want to hear. It's like, all right, take a step back and think what's going on. Observe your kids, observe them and educate ourselves how we can help our kids. I love it. And what about how to help the parent help themselves to feel okay? And right. I can tell probably to find your tribe, find those people that can encourage um, uh, positive affirmations and positive environment. And that can help you 
heal your soul as a parent because sometimes we just need to be here we just need to be uh, have this support of acceptance the way that we are and we and our kids so um i can probably tell that just make a deep breath <laughs> just make a deep breath and uh feel yourself feel the way that we feel or the way that you feel when when you have a overwhelmed moment and learn how feel i love that I mean, and to accept you know to again like accept the situation maybe grieve the loss of what you envisioned and then to be grateful for what you do have and um that un- and finding when you said your tribe and the tribe that accepts you your children your family unconditionally that unconditional love is everything yeah. Well, being and and, to be sensitive. Yeah, it's a gift. It's actually a gift, right? And we just get yeah. to learn how to use it. I'd like to say thank you and thank you everybody for listening and watching today. You are amazing. You are amazing. Thank you, Mara. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Let's Talk Wellness. This podcast has been brought to you by the Hugs for Life Healing Center, a division of the Extraordinary Lives Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you would like to listen to more conversations like this, we invite you to subscribe to our mailing list at www.elfempowers.org to be notified when our weekly episodes are published. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to bringing you our next conversation on Let's Talk Wellness.